Give me the fucking money. Give me the fucking money. I, I think I might be a robot. Welcome to Movie Mug and the Father and Son podcast that just took a DNA test and it turns out we're 100% that bitch. <sighs> yeah. I don't like female rappers like you do. I'm not a hater, but I'm definitely not a Barbie. A Barbie? That's like what they, I think that's what Nicki Minaj calls her fans. And so I just kind of lump them all in together. You know, I, I can trace back the exact time that I kind of got into female rappers. What, like a year or two ago? No, it was a bad bitch o'clock. Uh, oh. Thick 30, I think, is when oh. I, I really started getting into the female rappers. And I don't, I don't hate it like you would probably expect a guy my age to, or like for what reason. It doesn't please my ears. I don't give a fuck that they're talking about slobbering on a dick. I don't, uh, right? give, a, I don't give a single shit about that. You can talk about backflipping <laughs> off the Eiffel Tower and landing on Paris France's dick in your song and how you have a wet, dripping, secreting pussy. And I don't, it doesn't harm my ears or my manhood. I just don't like how the song sound, I guess. I like the attitude, though. The attitude's it's, crazy. Things have changed so much. Yeah. Um, yeah, women just coming out right out and saying, you know, swipe your nose like a credit card on my vag. It's yeah. like, what? what? And it's it's funny. Yeah. And, and I find it funny whenever there's people who don't like it. I guess when there's dudes that don't like it because like, ooh, or that that's vulgar. Like, that's not ladylike or whatever. It's like, listen to any rap song ever. And there's going to be a guy talking about getting his dick sucked by a hoe. It's the double standard is and what it is. That's, it's not the lyrics that got me kind of hooked on it. I like the sound of their rapping. I like their music. Yeah, I like um, the energy. Yeah, I do I do too. I like the big big dick energy that, uh, yeah. that some of them have. It's called bad being a bad bitch. And I do like some of it. It's, it's the relationship I have with that music is, you know, I don't necessarily dislike it. And there's some of them where I'm like, okay, that's a good song. But it's it would never fit on one of my playlists. It would never get put on a playlist. But if I heard it, it's like, yeah, I like this, you know? Because everyone has music like that where you're, you're like, I like it, so why wouldn't I put it on a playlist? You're like, well, I don't know. Yeah, I, so I, I made a playlist. Like, I got really into it and listened to it nonstop I asked for my like coworkers 45 days. for songs for you. I was like, yeah, my, my dad likes uh, like Megan the Stallion. The Stallion. And yeah, I'm like, Caitlin, you know any good songs? So it's uh, uh she might she might hear this talking about her giving me like three or four songs for you to listen to. You did, and I and, and I put one some of them, them was on there. Like Captain Hook. <laughs> oh yeah. Which, uh, that's that's not a bad song at yeah, all. Yeah, they talk about a curved penis, uh Perioni's disease or something. I don't think they're talking about Peyronie's. So I have a. it's called Real Hot Girl Shit. It's got a. it's two hours worth of of, of music and, and your sister uh, listens to it and your mom listens to yeah. it. I got a uh, Saweetie on there. Sometimes you got to um, feel like a bad bitch. Uh huh. Cardi B, of course. Doja Cat. Nicki Minaj. I like Doja Cat. Mm hmm. Uh, at least some of the songs. Dua Lipa. Flo Millie. Flo, Flo Millie's kind of bad. Uh, Blackpink. Uh, Never heard of Blackpink. Yeah. Wait, is that Ice Spice? Is, is that like just the the two colors, or does she make music like Pink? I don't know. But she's black. I got <laughs> God. This is a this is a little. Uh, I don't know how I feel about this, but I got a uh, bad baby on here. One of okay. her songs. I 
There was a song that she released. And for those of you who don't know, that's the Cash Me Outside girl. Yeah. From, from Dr. Dr. Phil, Phil, who she blew up from that and then gained I know. fame. It it you influencer you, status, rap you, career. God, you're you're such a fucking brat that everybody is like, that kid needs more than a spanking. And yeah. now I think I read something one time. When she turned 18, her OnlyFans, I think she made like a million dollars like in the first hour. Like uh, crazy. So hold up. You got all these guys that are just breathing waiting. hard. Yes. Waiting for the moment that this 17-year-old girl turns 18 and puts her shit on OnlyFans. Yes. They're just, oh, oh gosh. I, I oh, knew really? oh, come on. This. That, that was like a huge thing for Millie Bobby Brown. Millie Eleven did it? Well, no, like that. There was like horrible subreddits, like dedicated, the counting down her birthday, you know, and then Billie Eilish as well. I mean, whenever there's like a young girl thrust into the spotlight and then it doesn't even matter if they're thrust in the spotlight. There's people you'd never hear of, just some random person living somewhere. Some dude is probably counting down the days. I know. That's just, it's... Part of it's culture. weird, man. It is weird. It's really, really weird. Because that just shows you have a sexual attraction. Yeah. Beforehand. Yeah. Obviously, there's a problem with that. Yeah. Oh man. I don't know why we have to go here. I don't know. But in- anyway, you brought up uh, lyrics to, you know, the female rapper songs about sucking dick and yeah. getting their pussy eaten and stuff like that. I saw uh, a TikTok of a girl who was talking about like her song. She kind of blew up. Her name is uh, Kim Petrus. She wrote a song called. Throat goat. So uh, let me. I've, I feel like I've heard of that. Let me uh, let me read some of the lyrics to you for uh, throat goat. Uh, and you know, is she are, a porn star? I have no idea. You, There's you no reason I should recognize a random female name like that. I don't know, because <laughs> I know a lot of porn star names. All right, there's a lot of openings coming up right here. Uh, I could take it all, love it big or small, and that's good news for you. Make it hit the wall. I'm the throat goat. I sucked my ex, no gag reflex. I just had to flex. I'm the throat goat. These bitches can't suck like me. Walk in, I'm the sucking queen. Look around, all eyes on me. Jack it off, I'm a suck it clean. These lips go la, la, la. This throat lady, gaga. Oh. Boy, say hallelujah. Give me that ya, ya, ya. Yeah, and it's got me very far. Yeah, your man just bought me a car. Yeah, I suck timber behind the bar. Yeah, I'm a motherfucking star. And then it just kind of goes back to, uh, you know, they just kind of say the same stuff over and over yeah. and over. But can you, uh, look, these kids, I say kids, and I can say kids because I'm way older. Yeah, whippersnappers. What, what I think about sometimes is, <laughs> you know, hey, mom, listen to my new song. You know, the parents hear that. Like, how do you think her mom feels about her putting out a song? Now, maybe if this is enough to, you know, to buy a house one day for mom, mom kind of, Maybe is like, well, I, I still don't like it, but uh, I, I like having a, a, a 5,200 square foot home. But can you imagine your daughter growing up? You know, you, you think I, I raised her well. And it's not to say that she wasn't raised well. Maybe she just likes sucking dick and likes singing about it's it. Just, but, it's but, trashy. It's, but, it's inherently trashy to right? brag about sucking timber behind the bar. You know, that's, that's, that's a Tammy activity. And maybe she's never even sucked a dick. She's it, just it putting feels, it out there. It feels, you know, where, where is the line between empowerment and trashiness? You know, like that would bring like dishonor to a family you feel like. But at the same time, it's got to be very similar to how it, it's, 
you'd be hard pressed to find, you know, a lot of rap songs that don't include like gun violence, gang violence, fighting, whatever, drugs. And 90% of the guys aren't, they don't do that. Right. It's so also, where's the, it's probably entertainment. I mean, yeah, they're bad bitches, but is this a persona? And it's like, I, I personally, I don't have a kid, so I can't feel the like secondhand embarrassment or shame or maybe whatever that you you might feel and then and i know there's also the whole thing of like dads never want daughters like it's you're you'd be you're afraid to have a daughter because how dudes are or whatever so i feel like that would play into it as well uh, like i didn't want this for you like my my princess kind of thing Uh, real quick you, you talked about how a lot of the guys who rap about all the hard things they do, you know, have never done it. Michael Irvin, you familiar with Michael Irvin? Uh, uh, is he a basketball player? No, he was a, a Dallas Cowboy Hall of Famer, one of, the, one of the best receivers of all time for the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, his son is a rapper and raps like he's hard and stuff. What's his... I don't I, I, know. I, I have no idea. You could look, you could look up uh, Michael Irvin's, like, yeah. rapper's son if you wanted to later. Michael Irvin called him out like on live TV, basically said, you know, my, my son's rapping about the, the hard life. Dude, I'm a fucking millionaire. He, he grew up in a gated community. Yeah. You know, he's just, he, I mean, he basically called out his son saying, you know, it's all bullshit what he raps. It's bullshit which, what like every rapper raps. It's That's just how it is. You got to turn the blind eye to it at mm-hmm. this point. And there's so many people coming out like that. Like there's this little white kid named Lil Mabu. And his, Gosh. and his dad is, like, super rich and in the music industry. This this kid went to, like, private schools. But he has, like, a music video where him and a guy are, like, going into a gas station. And they get shot coming out. And he's, like, dying. And he, like, goes places to, like, film the music videos. And then, like, in the hood and then leaves, like, in a nice car and goes back to rich place and... It's it's weird because you got half the the half the world is hating on him because you know a, a little white kid going to the to the hood and rapping about all this hard shit and you you went to fucking private school buddy mm-hmm. your dad you're basically an industry plant you say hey I want to make music your dad is rich and in the industry makes it happen oh, that and sucks the other too. half is like hey he's not that bad mm-hmm. and who who gives a shit you know I like the song exactly if you find he's out posing, later but that they were a poser. But you already like the song. It's like, well, dude, I like the song. You know, it's like finding out Michael Jackson molested kids later. Dude, I still like Off the Wall. You know, I was, I, I thought still about like that Mama Say, Mama Saw, Mama Kusa. In the shower before I came in here, you I were was, thinking about what? Music. People molesting well, no. children? Oh, God, no. Gosh. Separating music from the artist. You know, like I can hear like the worst thing about an artist. And I'm like, well, I mean, it sounds, I like their music. And it's, I'm giving them pennies, you know? From Spotify? Yeah, yeah. it's not... I'm not supporting them, I, I, and I am. But then you can also do the, say the same thing of, you know, why why would I sell my car and ride a bike everywhere? It, technically, it helps, but for anything to actually happen, everyone would have to do that. And so then it, it's like a there's a whole dilemma there of like, well, what do you do? Do you keep contributing to the problem you know, because you realize stopping does nothing because it does nothing. Now I'm just depriving myself of convenience because I got to ride a fucking bike everywhere. Or in this case, 
music I want to listen to, and now I can't because morals. It's like if it's, Chris Brown ever made a good song, I would still listen to it. And I, I don't think I know it's controversial, but I don't think that should be. It's fucking stupid. It's a fucking song. The thing about anything, the people you vote for, just anytime, anywhere, anyone could have a secret that is so much worse than that. You know, the, that grandpa you love, he might have killed a bunch of innocent people in the Vietnam War. How do you know? That's pretty atrocious. Are you going to completely cut him out of your life after after hearing that? Maybe, but I wouldn't. It's, it's a moral it's, dilemma. It's, it's something That's that all it is. I would have to think about more because you brought up Chris Brown. He's a horrible person. He is a complete piece of shit. I don't, I don't know. I, we can we can table this for uh, maybe a father and son unfiltered yeah. at, at some point because, because I, I got more go stuff that I want to do. That. But one of the things that I would like to do, and, and I wrote down for father and son unfiltered, which is going to be a new podcast that's coming out uh, soon, man, um, January, which is uh, next month. Um, you have a Beats machine, and you've 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 dicked around and you've made some pretty cool sounding beats. Yeah, and, loops. Yeah, just for everyone well, listening at well, home, yeah. I, I did not make a what, full three minute. So what what I think would be fun that I would uh, um, eventually like to do is whether it's I make something on GarageBand real quick, a battle of the bands. N- no, whatever you what you've made is better than what I've made. Yours is more a full. Well, uh, just very just, different genres too. No, a simple beat, and I would like to both of us write a uh, like a Cardi B type song. Like, okay. like, just like lyrics for like a Cardi B song and just, just, just sing them, you know, about sucking dick or, or, or whatever. Just, it's, a, it's a real hot girl shit song. Okay. I, th- I think that'd be a lot of fun. It's funny. Cause I, what I was typing earlier is I pulled up a song and the lyrics that rivaled your. The what? throat goat. Yes. Okay. Um, who is this by? PP cocaine. Good Lord. PP. Uh, yep. Like just two two letter P's and then cocaine. God. Um, I'm a little cum slut, short and loud, and then in parentheses that's the ad libs. Wait a minute. I'm a little cum slut, short yep. and loud. Is this yeah. for a little teapot? Uh, yeah. And then and what? Okay. And then then the parentheses for the ad libs. It says I'm a little whore, and then bend me over and I will shout. Hey, Steven Seagal. Push it harder. I'm a little cum slut, short and loud. So long. Lay me down and eat me out. Eat me out. Ha ha, you thought this was your average lullaby. No, really, I just want you to fuck me to sleep. Fuck me so good. I want my cheeks clapped, daddy clap them. So lay me down while I arch that ass back. I need that good pipe, daddy, oh fuck. I bust it down because I seen you had that rack. (laughs) Yeah, that good, good sex, yeah, I need some. Make me arch my back and we're going dumb. Please don't stop. I'm about to come. I'm going to pop my shit like bubble gum. <laughs> when I get on top, my voice goes, uh, look at it drip. Oh shit, you made me come. Hit it from the back, make my voice go, uh, suck my clit, go clean your thumb. Gosh. Shake it and scream and make my voice go, uh, good, good sex going to make me come. Fuck. Suck on my clit and smoke good tree. Do not hesitate to have me on my knees. Okay. For you, I might let you hit it for free. Real renegade shit. Daddy, I'm your slut. Kissing on my pussy. Put your thumb up my butt. <laughs> Won't stop till I get my nut. Baby, you gotta go. Your Uber's in the cut. Wow. 
Man, there are so many, uh, hey, Steven Seagal moments in, in yeah. what you just read. Uh, coming soon to Father and Son Unfiltered. I think I beat you out on the throat goat. Well, yeah. Yeah, you did. But maybe we can write some that are even better for the future. So. Yeah. Well, I'm Vince. I'm Jack. And we are a father and son duo who love watching movies and having a conversation, but more importantly, spending quality father-son time together. This episode number is 212. Say it backwards. It's uh, 212. So uh, let's not dilly-dally around here because we've already dilly-dallied a lot. Let's get yeah. right into lobby time because it's lobby time with Vince and Jack. All right, everybody, welcome to the Movie Mug and Lobby. It's time we talk about things that aren't necessarily related to movies, but I still think they're important enough to warrant some airtime. Shit, I, I, had, uh, I had multiple things for the lobby but we, we kind of blew our wad uh, already. Yeah. So uh, first things first, I want to wish you a happy birthday. Thanks. You just uh, celebrated your birthday, 23 years old. Congratulations. Yep. Thank you. Second, do you remember the movie The Void we did? Yeah. Do you remember the, uh, I don't know if she was like a nurse in training or whatever, the uh, Asian girl? Yeah. Uh, Knives Chow. I, I thought a little bit that it could have been her. But I guess I didn't recognize enough and didn't either that or I just didn't say anything because she looked familiar. She was familiar the whole time. But yeah, cool. All right, next. Uh, uh, uh. Could I have like an interracial penis? That was kind of weird. I Jack. do not remember saying that. So I fucked up. I found quite a few ass jacks from uh, the past and I don't think we did them. But I can't remember, but there's some from Gary. There's some from uh, Eric. Wait, where? Just on your phone? In, in my phone. Down? Yeah, I have a folder called Ask Jack. And uh, yeah, they were they were in there. But I got one the other day. Uh, Chris and Erica from the uh, Film Stripping Podcast, rest in peace. They, uh, I, I wished them a happy Thanksgiving the other day, and they sent me a, a picture of their son. I showed it. No, did I show it to you? No. No, because you didn't end up going to Thanksgiving because you were sick. Yeah. Um, he, uh, in his high chair, and just had food, like, all over his face. And uh, they had an Ask Jack. They want to know the uh, best pie and the worst pie. Oh, God. Well, I don't think I had a bite of pie in my life until I was a teenager. I don't, I don't know why. Well, no, I guess I do know why. It's because pie flavors are all like horse shit. You know, you got key lime pie, pumpkin pie, pecan pie. It's never, where's the chocolate pie at? I don't think I had a chocolate pie in front of me until then. I don't know that I've ever had pumpkin pie. I've never had pecan pie because I don't like pecans. You ever had chess pie? I, I don't think so. I've had like maybe one bite of like cheesecake which isn't that closer to pie than this is really disappointing. I don't, I never really had pie. I mean, the, my favorite pie though is the, you can get them at the grocery store. They're the frozen Edwards, like chocolate pies. I agree. They used to be like Hershey affiliated. Those you freeze them and then you take them out. They're so fucking good. And yeah, I need to try more pies because I've always thought highly of it. You know, like, Oh, a pie. Yeah. Like that sounds good. But it's just, it's like they're like more like weird flavors. And for me, if a dessert is going to be fruity, it's a snow cone. You know, I'm not going to have like a peach cobbler. There's something wrong with that to me. I, I can't, I can't do that kind of thing, a blueberry pie or I, I, I can't do that shit. 
What about an apple pie, like from American Pie? Could you do that? I've had like a bite uh, of a McDonald's apple pie. I don't, it's not my thing. I was thinking like, uh, like Jason s- Biggs did it in American Pie. Did you take a pie that way? You don't remember the pie scene in American Pie? It's the whole fucking oh, reason yeah. it's called American Pie. Yeah, he's banging the pie mm-hmm. on camera. Or no, not on camera. No, but his dad walks in on him. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I do remember that. They said slipping your fingers into a warm pie feels like uh, slipping your fingers into a, a warm hair pie. So that's why he ended up uh, yeah, I, fucking I, it. I remember now. You know, pie, I don't really like, the, the crust is boring. Like it, it doesn't even like have, have like a, a flavor. It's just kind of that, that beige. It depends on what you use. Because you can use, there's like pie crust, there's like flaky, but and then there's like, I like graham crackers. Graham cracker crust is a thing. You know, like the chocolate pie we were just talking about is basically like a chocolate graham yeah. cracker crust. That's my favorite pie. Yeah, it's Store-bought, super good. Yeah, it's really, really good. I don't, pumpkin pie is gross. We're, we're, we're just not pie people in this family. Um, I'm going to move on to the next one. We got uh, a, a new Ask Jack from uh, another Eric. And it's not it's not the Eric from California. This is an okay. Eric from Louisiana. Okay. So I don't know what's up with uh, Eric's and Erica's uh, digging the show, but if you're an Eric out there, man, you're going to dig us. If you know somebody named Eric, turn them on to us. So, uh, Jack, you're paid $500,000 for each month you can live in solitude. You have unlimited food, drinks, and entertainment of your choice, but zero interaction with another living being. How many months do you sign up for? You can't tap out for prorated money. So if you make it like half, you don't get 250000 If you sign up for two months and you make it a month, you don't get five hundred k. I get nothing? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'd probably just do like one month because that's five hundred k, and I can guarantee that I can do a month. But to double that, you know, if I could do a month and a half and get seven hundred fifty, I think I could do that. But... You know, I got to account for just my brain and I, I talk things out if I'm having, if I need to talk, I, I'm going to go fucking nuts if I can't because I'm just going to fry my own brain overthinking shit and dump, jump out a window, you know? So yeah, I'll take the 500K and I'll, and I'll do a easy month and then come back and it'll be fine. Now I have 500K. All right. So let me... um you know me. I always have to kind of throw some stuff in there. It can't just be like an easy answer and we just leave it at that. So no porn, no masturbating. Can you still make it a month? Um, I don't know. It depends. I, I feel like for most of my life, the masturbation that has occurred has been... Can't wait to hear this. ...more out of habit and not... Habit? And not like I'm like actively want to do this. At the can, moment. Can you repeat that and say what you actively want to do? <laughs> most of the masturbation in my life, I can, I don't know about most, a lot of it has been more out of habit and less so that I actively want to masturbate. Thank you. <laughs> yep, you're welcome. Okay. Well, uh, like ha- habit? Like, so, you know, like if you eat a shit ton of food before bed or in bed every night, then whenever you get in bed, you're going to want to eat. It's like association. Okay. Because I used to always beat off before I showered. <laughs> and, and so it would be a, like, it's not like, uh, oh, I'm going to go shower. It's like, I'm going to go beat off and shower because they just, they were 
They what is mutually exclusive means only one happens at the same time. They they happened. They it was they were it was like the same thing. So it would be like it's like uh, when you shit, you also piss. And and so it was like yeah, yeah. when I went to go shower, I also beat off. So I wouldn't like wait, wait, wait. I wouldn't like get uh. horny and be like oh I'm gonna go beat off because I'm horny. It would just be like oh I'm that's just what happens now. So many openings. Thank you. <laughs> so okay. So you never were just like, I think um, I might just watch some porn and masturbate. You were like, oh, I'm about to take a shower. It's not so like so like r- I rubbing one out and then uh, getting the loofah soapy. It wasn't like a checklist. Like I have to do this. It was just like, sure, yeah. I Can think- you shower without doing that first these days? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Like I, all my friends, you know, no, not November comes around, and I've never like tried to do it. But like one of my friends always does it. I'm like, like why? Like what, are you, what are you trying to prove? It's like a challenge. Like trying to prove to yourself that you can do it. I already know I can do it. I just don't want to. Mm. You know, and you gotta want to. Yeah. And so this November I could have done it, but I think it was like November fourth <laughs> is when I lost. I remember the day. Well, cue the harp. Well, it's yeah, but I had I hadn't beat off in like two weeks. To that point. Okay. Like, had you not showered for two weeks? No, I just, I didn't feel like it. I just never felt like it. Yeah, I don't know. Like, in, in middle school and high school, that was like an everyday occurrence. It was like <laughs> always, I, uh, every day. That's, I feel like that's how it is when you're you young like that. Threw your backpack on the floor and ran upstairs. <laughs> no, but you know. <laughs> how was your day? Later. Like, if you're in seventh and eighth grade, you're probably beating your shit every day or every other day at least. I don't even remember when I, heard about it. I don't even remember when I realized it was a thing. I mean, obviously I knew what a boner was, but I had no idea that, you know, it was a, a an amusement park was with something an else. exhilarating yeah. um, into the ride. All I knew is like, it's called like beating your dick or jerking off or jacking off is what we called it back then. Mm-hmm. And like, I'd see my friends like motion it like in jokes. Yeah, well, yeah, So I knew yeah. what you're supposed to do and like what it was that you just did it with your dick, but I didn't know anything else. Like what was gonna happen, why you would ever even do it. And uh, yeah, I was like, oh, okay. So how much harder would it be to get through that month without uh, without porn? I don't and, think uh, very much. No, I don't think so. What if your only entertainment was uh, Steven Seagal movies? Well, I wouldn't have to masturbate. I'd just come in my pants. <laughs> well, that's true. And all the wet dreams I would have. So that would actually be helpful for just uh, Steven Seagal movies. Are wet dreams even common? No. Not not for me. I've had like one or two ever. I've had probably maybe like four or five. Yeah. I was not like, as an adult. I always thought, you know, when I was in like middle school, high school, that you're supposed to have them all the time. And I was always like, is there something going on with me? Like, what what is this? I, I fucking, I'm glad. It's a horrible. That, that is fucking horrible. It got all in my pubes. <laughs> Gross. Did you sleep through it? I think. I don't yeah, really. I remember one woke me up one time, and I don't even I know don't if know. I was having a sex dream. I've had sex dreams before, and I think my conscience, uh, not conscience, my uh, subconscious was like warning my brain, don't finish in this dream or you're going to finish in, <laughs> yeah. your, in your undies. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I had one. I think I've had a couple that woke me up as I'm coming. And it's like, I guess fuck! that's not surprising. And I don't know really what I did with 
those underwear when I was a kid because I, I wouldn't have thought to throw them away. So I don't know no. if I just rinsed them out and had them dry off. Um, which brings up another point. There was a uh, plastic container in the bathroom that me and my sister shared. And sometimes it would be there and it'd be full of water and it would have a pair of my dad's tidy whities in there. You and your sister <laughs> shared a bucket of water with no, no, your we, dad's we shared, underwear we, no, in it? No, we shared a bathroom where And the, there's mom, a bucket in there with his tidy whities. Yeah, there, there was another, like there was one, like two sinks on one side and then on the other side there was like a separate sink that nobody ever used. But every now and then there'd be a plastic bin with water in it and a pair of my dad's tidy whitey underwear. Sink. No, no, in a plastic bin on the counter. Okay, on the counter. That's yes. even worse than just in the sink. Well, I don't I, know. I, I You'd never, have to ask her. I If she put it in y'all's bathroom yeah. on the well, counter. There, there was no room in the other bathroom. There's no way they're like, there's no room for a plastic bin on the floor. Well, they could have put it anywhere else. If I it know. was something nasty. Well, that's they what would I want to know. They wouldn't. She would not have put cummy tidy whities poopy tidy whities well, one on the counter and two not in her children's bathroom. There's no well, way. But look, you, if your sister's were, gonna hear this. I know she might. She probably text you. Yeah, I want to know why. What were they? What What were they doing in there? It look. It it's not normal. It had to no. be either cum or shit or pee. Why else are you going to soak a pair of tidy whities There's no way it was pee because you have a washing machine. Okay, I, you know, uh, but cummy stuff and shitty stuff is a little different. It had to be a, a brown outer jizz. But there's, there's no. Just, I, you, I know know, what? you know what? You know what? You know what I need to do? Ask your mom next time we go down there. Yes. Uh, I'm going to take the handheld recorder and I'm going to take my mom in another room for a uh, father and son unfiltered episode. And I'm going to, I'm just going to, I'm just going to spring it on her. I'm just going to say, mom, do you remember? <laughs> yeah. And the and tidy whities in the bucket yeah. on our counter. There's no way I get an answer because there's only two answers and she's not going to tell me, but there's, that's just, that's like, maybe I'll ask my dad. Hey, did you know that every now and then mom took a pair of your undies, put them in a plastic bin and set them on a counter in the bathroom that me and, uh, my sister shared. What what's up with that? There is something <laughs> like deeply wrong there. You think he watered him up and threw it at her and said, "Here, take care of these." <laughs> if it's <laughs> shitty underwear or cummy underwear, one there's why on the counter? You Nobody know, ever I, used I, that side. I, but it doesn't. It's on the counter. The counter, no, that's not where that goes. The counter's not the the lead story here. Jack, it no, doesn't fucking matter. No, well, I'm I was getting to the lead story. <laughs> okay. Yes. But you wouldn't no matter what counter it is, you wouldn't put, you know, if you if, if you don't put anything on top of your dryer, are you still going to put shitty underwear anywhere near that? No, they're going to be like in a bag, like in a Kroger bag on the floor, and then when you go to wash them, you untie the Kroger bag and dump it into the washer. Okay. You know? And then also, you put it around your children. Cum does not belong anywhere near children. You know? Mm -hmm. There should never be grown-up cum near a child. Whether that's on the floor in their bathroom, you know, if that the fucking bucket of water and underwear is on the floor. It shouldn't be in their bathroom, shouldn't be in their room. They shouldn't ever see that. I get it. That feels... It's not any kind of like abuse, but 
But that that feels like extremely illogical and wrong. Yeah, yeah. It, it like doesn't make any sense, and it feels it doesn't feel like oh happy little accident they didn't realize there is potentially a bucket with cummy underwear in it three feet away from where you're you're brushing your teeth and you're a child and your dad's cummy underwear imagine i put my cummy underwear anywhere where you, you could ever see it ever and you're an adult and i'm an adult and that feels you're like no 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 that's not how this works so imagine yes you're my father and i'm what age were you when what, you're you seeing the underwear in the bucket, young, young, like fifth, sixth grade, something like that. Oh, for sure. So, okay, so I'm in, I'm in sixth grade, and you <laughs> wet dream as a, a thirty year old man, and then mom puts your cummy underwear in a bucket in the bathroom. You know, I don't use that left sink in my bathroom. I use the right one, so it's on the left side. Would you be okay with that in the slightest? That your cummy <laughs> underwear is there. Of course not. That feels, it's like, you know, it's not child endangerment. It's not <laughs> neglect. It's not abuse. It's something, though. That's weird. You know, it, it, it I, feels, I, I, it's, it feels, it's, it's bizarre. It wasn't, I know it was nothing because your parents aren't fucking horrible. I'm, I'm just trying to, like, there's something in my head. I told you, it's not endangerment. It's not abuse. Okay, it's not neglect. I, yeah, I get it. There's something there, though. I, and yeah. I'm trying to just spitball. What is it? But would you, what is the, darkness that i'm feeling from it <laughs> you know it's probably not even coming underwear <laughs> i mean it's not really explainable but there's there is without a doubt some darkness there and your mom your dad had no idea she did that is my guess and your mom i, I don't know she would have never ever done anything dark like that at all but it's just like i know they just overlooked it you know, you can see and you can feel the oddity here. If if it's if it's spooge for sure. If it's just you know a uh, poopy a, is a just sk- that's a, disgusting. A sk- a skid mark that just means you're you're literally gross for that. But uh, this, the spooge, it's not spooge, splooge. Okay, well you know uh, what I mean. If there's fucking cummy underwear there, that's uh, you know what. Let's let's get my sister a call. See if she's available. I hopefully she'll remember it. Hopefully it wasn't just all a dream that uh, my dad may have had uh, spoogy, sploogy, cummy underwear in our bathroom. I hope she has some more information. Hello? Hey. Hey. How's it going? Um, I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing good. You are uh, on live with Vince and Jack at this very moment. Oh my God, I've dreamed of this for <laughs> months now. <laughs> months? We've been doing this for years. That's Why only months? Thinking. Well, I mean, y'all, y'all have only been good like the last few months. Oh, damn. I'm kidding. Yeah, I've, I've dreamed of this for years. Okay. All right. <laughs> Ever since the very beginning. Really? How did you imagine it going? Like, what, what do you feel like you could bring to the show that we don't already have? Oh, I could correct so much grammar. <laughs> what? And, Come on. Don't bring your red pen here. I could do all the math for you. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know, I, yeah. I got skills. <laughs> you do. And uh, maybe we'll have you on a future father and son unfiltered. So it could be Ooh. father, son, and sister unfiltered for an that's, episode. Maybe. Slash that's aunt. so exciting. I know what I'm dreaming about tonight. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, you know, it, it all depends on how you do 
today. So consider yeah. this a practice run. And if this doesn't go well, okay. nobody will ever know because it won't make the show. And, uh, <laughs> you know, you'll, uh, and then I'll, I'll cry myself to sleep, I guess. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> uh, okay. Hopefully you remember this. I hope you do. Do you remember, we used to share a bathroom growing up. I know you remember that. Do you, oh, yeah. do you ever remember, you know, that side that there was like one sink, but nobody ever did anything over there? Yeah. Yes, do, I always do, thought that was strange. Do you ever remember a plastic bin with water with a pair of dad's underwear in it? <laughs> yes. You do? Yeah. yeah. What What yeah. was it? Uh, it can only be two I, things, right? He probably sharded. <laughs> I mean, that's, I mean, that's the lesser of two evils for sure. Yeah. Oh, I never even considered. Well, I mean, that's just not something that would have gone through my brain. At that no, time. no. <laughs> Yeah, we were doing some speculating and we're not really 100% sure on exactly what was happening. No, no. It was a biohazard either way in our bathroom. Near the children and on the counter. No. Not on the floor, not hidden away where y'all wouldn't see it. No. On the fucking counter. Yeah, we were kids. Wasn't it always like the kind of bin that like you get from the hospital when you've had a hospital stay? Uh, I think maybe later on, I, I remember it being like a weird yellowish one for a little while, and, but, but maybe over the years they, I would say they decided to change it, but I can't imagine. She probably still has both of them. 100%, 100%. But I'm glad, I'm glad you remember that. We're going to have to get to the bottom of this. I, I think maybe Christmas, I'm going to bring a handheld and I'm just going to pull mom aside to another room and I'm just going to ask her about it and see what kind of reaction I get. <laughs> I'll know. That would be great. Then we could know for sure. If it's a, if it's a skid mark, she's going to own up to that. But if she just gets real tight lipped and yeah. uh, turns red and it's <laughs> like, uh, I don't know, we're, let's go sing some Christmas carols. Uh, <sighs> it's, there's no way in hell that she decided, okay, I'm going to soak your cummy underwear in the kid's bathroom. <laughs> On the on the counter, that's a couple feet away from where y'all are like brushing your teeth and stuff. Yeah. No, but yeah, I, I, you, I, I look. I look there every now and then, and I don't ever remember seeing skid marks. It's not <laughs> you know I don't remember everything that's ever happened in my life, but I think I would have remembered that and got a good giggle out of it. You know, or like floating strands of oh, this mucusy substance oh, in the water. Yeah, I don't know. It's a little uh, rotten either do way. You, do you want to know the mystery or do you just want this to <laughs> go away? Honestly, I think this is a repressed memory and now you, know, you brought it back to the surface and I'm a little disturbed. <laughs> oh, it's disturbing. It's disturbing. You know, I'm, I'm a lot younger than you and mm-hmm. uh, I don't think I thought about it much. It's just, it was just there. Mom just did things like that. Yeah. So here's, here's the thing. Being a kid there's no way that we didn't have some skid marks in our underwear at, at any point in time. But I, I, do you ever recall any of your underwear being yeah. in that or any of my underwear being in that? Not, not that we went over and really, you know, looked into it and, and grabbed like a pencil and pulled it up to see, you know, yeah. what it was. But I, you know, I don't recall, I don't recall ever seeing my underwear in there. I don't recall it, but I'm sure it happened because I actually remember <laughs> taking a dump in my underwear one time at one of your cub scout meetings (laughs) that's very specific specific memory i even remember the underwear it was holly hobby (laughs) gosh 
the fuck? You don't forget things like that. Uh, yeah, I guess shitting your pants is a core memory. Yeah, I remember when I shit my pants. Well, how old were you? Because I was in, well, you had to be pretty young because you're, you're like six years younger than me. And Cub yeah. Scouts was probably third grade, fourth grade, something like that. But Yeah, you, I was pretty... I was pretty young, but I was running around in the front yard and I was having such a good time. I didn't want to go inside and take care of business. <laughs> so I, just, I don't remember doing it, but I remember that it was in my underwear and bouncing up and hit me. <laughs> Gross. Was bouncing up and hitting Running you. around with shit in her drawers. My <laughs> mom finally caught me. <laughs> what? So I'm, I'm sure that underwear ended up either in the trash or in that bucket. Yeah. <laughs> So what made you finally come in? Were you like, uh, there's too much of it? Or was mom like seeing it through the, your shorts or something? Or what? What Do you remember? Well, we, we'd have to ask mom to be sure. But I, oh, I, I don't will. think I had shorts on. I think I was just running around in underwear. And I think she probably saw me running funny. <laughs> uh, were you, you? But you were outside? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We were all in the front yard for some reason. That, you know, when you grow up white trash, your, your kids are going to ro- run around in their uh, underwear right. in the front yard. For sure. With crap in their drawers. With, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's extra white trash. Damn. Yeah. Wow. All right. All right. Well, I'm glad I wasn't crazy and that this was a, a, a true thing that uh, was was there on the counter. You know, not often, but often enough in my mind. So either dad had some, he didn't know how to wipe or he, you know, he farted a lot growing up. So some he of those did. could have been sharp. I mean, he farted a lot. He farted a lot, and it would like lift him slightly out of his chair. <laughs> I know it would. It would. That's a true story. Gross. That's a true story. I was yep. thinking if if y'all y'all were talking about how y'all's shitty underwear wasn't in the bucket, I was thinking it probably was in a bucket on their bathroom <laughs> counter. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, I had a little like swap deal going. Maybe. Okay. All right. Well, well done. I think we'll uh, invite you on the show in person. Oh, I'm I'm honored. Thanks for hopping on. You did really well on uh, no notice. So appreciate that. And uh, you can go back to whatever it is you're doing. All right. right. Y'all have fun. Thanks for calling. Yep. Talk to you later. See ya. Bye. All right. right, So uh, thanks, Eric, from Louisiana. Yeah. I'll be uh, sending you an email and uh, you let me know where in Louisiana you live. I will send you a moving mug and sticker and... We just got our father and son unfiltered stickers in, so if you'd like one of those, um, hit me up, man. I'll uh, I'll send uh, I'll send some to you. All right. Lastly, uh, there was a question from Gary. I feel bad because this has been hanging around for a long, long time, and I don't think we've done it. If you could make one movie a war crime, and I already know the answer, what would it be, and what is the consequence for watching the movie? Um, uh, just one. I mean, there's two that popped in my head immediately. And that would be Up in Smoke and Blood Fart Lake. I think Up in Smoke. And I think the punishment would be you're grounded for two weeks because the only people that are actually trying to watch that shit are 14-year-olds that just started smoking. I thought you were going to say the punishment for watching Up in Smoke would be to watch Blood Fart Lake. <laughs> no, and that'd be a good one. Yeah. Uh, Up in Smoke is, I mean, besides SwearNet, Possibly the worst movie I've ever seen in my entire life. That was pretty disappointing. It was, on top of being disappointing, it was just terrible. Like, it wasn't, you know, my my despair wasn't due to just disappointment and being let down. I was floored by how fucking rotten that movie was, how unfunny that movie was. 
It was just so bad. It was terrible. We loved it in the 70s, man. I don't, you also I, loved Jaws. I make a sock puppet look more convincing. That's not true. I know it's not true, but got the point across. Yeah. But one thing about Jaws is I think it has the, the best movie art possibly of all time. That, that it's so not, not great. Best? Oh, it's fantastic. Most iconic, yes. Yes. Just a girl swimming on the surface and just this fucking huge, yeah. just gargantuan shark. It's just, very, very good. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. All right, and that was Ask Jack. Uh, uh, uh. Could I have like an interracial penis? So that was uh, three Ask Jacks. Uh, Jack, do you have anything to say to the, uh, the three people who sent in these Ask Jacks? I hope on the news your body is in the dumpster torn to shreds by some unknown animal. Good Lord. Wow. That is fucked up. Wow. We want people... <laughs> We want people to send in questions for Ask Jack, and that's the way you're going to talk to them for doing so? I mean, at least I didn't ignore them for however long. Yeah, that's true. It's pretty much about the same thing. Dick. Huh. All right, you got anything else for the lobby? Nope. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's head on back to the podcast studio slash viewing room, and uh, Jack will unveil today's movie. Okay, so I put this movie on my list a long, long time ago. Um, I think a big reason why I didn't pick it is because I believe you've seen it, uh, and I have not. So uh, it came out in 2015. It's rated R, runtime of an hour and 36 minutes. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 44%, while the audience gave it a 45%. IMDb gave it 6.1 out of 10 stars. The Mormon mothers tell us that there's severe violence and that there's one use of the middle finger and two drawings of middle fingers. <laughs> okay. Uh, this movie is called American Ultra. Yeah, I have seen this. Yeah. Um, it's got uh, Eisenberg and um, the girl from uh, Twilight and yeah. uh, Zathura. What's her uh, name? Kristen Stewart. Yes. Yeah, yeah, they were in Adventureland together, too. Yeah, they were. And this is our uh, second Kristen Stewart movie and our second uh, Jesse Eisenberg movie. What was our first Jesse Eisenberg? 30 Minutes or Less. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Wow. It's been a while. All right, before we take a movie mug and pause, because uh, I know some people, and number one, how dare you, don't listen any further than this sometimes if they haven't seen the movie. And hopefully they're just like, they're going to watch the movie and then come back and listen to this. Mm. But in case you don't, there have been some changes to um, some of our social media and, and website. You can still get to our website by uh, typing moviemuggin.com, but we've officially changed it to vincentjackofficial.com since we're going to have two podcasts coming up. Yeah. Our uh, Instagram is now Vince and Jack Official. And our Twitter, you can't have a very long name on Twitter. So it's, uh, I think it's V and J Official. So just wanted to get that out there uh, for those of you who uh, who don't uh, always listen to the full the, episode. The, the non-real fans. Yeah, yeah and, and you know who you are. So, uh, all right, you ready to do this? Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's do it. Let's take a movie mug and pause. And we are back after watching 2015's American Ultra. Yeah. Starring uh, Jesse Eisenberg, Kristen Stewart, Topher Grace, John Leguizamo, and uh, Bill Pullman. Who is a, Topher Grace? Uh, Topher Grace was the uh, guy that you said was a terrible actor. I thought so many times I 
<laughs> wouldn't mind if he never existed in real life. He literally took multiple tens of points, I think, off of this movie for me. Sadly, he was so fucking bad. Yeah, he was bad. I, I couldn't believe, you know, they, they could have gotten three kids stacked on, on top of each other to act better than him. Just like in the little rascals, yes, the little <laughs> rascals strategy, on. yeah, yeah, fake mustache and uh -huh. like a bowler hat, yeah, and they would have been a more convincing actor than he was. He was so rotten. You were supposed to like hate his guts, but I, he I, was a yeah. But you can play a, a hateable I, I, character. I agree. Well, yeah, he was miscast in this. I didn't didn't think he was good. But, he was but, miscast in everything he's ever been in. Well, he was you tell what you've only, you've never seen any uh, movies he's been in. How yeah, the fuck would you know? His uncle, who directs the movies that he's no. been in, he's just like that little Mabu guy I was talking about earlier. His dad's in the industry. And when he's are rich they going to stop? Makes it happen. When are they going to stop with Lils? When, oh, when, at what date are they going to go? Man, remember back in the day when everybody put Lil. In front of their name, yeah. remember how stupid that was? And all these people who, that was their name, they're going to be like, fuck, man, that was really, really dumb. Why, why the fuck did I do that? What yeah. about doctor? How about if they replace, it's Dr. Yachty, Dr. Mabu. Like, <laughs> So Topher Grace was in Interstellar. I don't remember him in that. Thank God I don't remember him He in was that. in Traffic. I remember him. What a cool movie. It sounds so cool. Oh, Traffic is uh, eight pretty, hours. pretty dark. Um, it's, it's about drugs. And uh, he was pretty good in that. Anyway, uh, we just watched uh, 2015's uh, American Ultra, yep. right? 2015? Yeah. Let me get the 50 Cent Tour. This movie is about a, uh, a guy, Jesse Eisenberg, who is a uh, sleeper agent for the CIA. And he's just living this, I mean, I would call it a shit life, but he seemed happy. You know, he, he's just, he's working at this uh, convenience store, the uh, cash and carry, I think. Uh, and the only difference between your life and his life at that age because he was presumably 25. He's living with his girlfriend. Mm -hmm. So you were doing is that you went to school and he had a job. I don't know how much he's getting paid, but he just didn't go to school. Yeah. So he, he's living with his girlfriend, smoking weed, Kristen Stewart, smoking yeah. a lot of weed, which hey. exactly. You just went to school. He, he has a great life for that age. I think he's fine with his life. Other Secure than the fact housing. that he has a lot of anxiety and is not able to leave the town without, Massive yeah. panic attacks, just debilitating. Vomit, can't, can't, can't leave, move, can't do can't it. Can't leave. So, like I said, he's a, a sleeper agent. And um, one day, Topher Grace, who's like the head of a certain CIA branch, decides, you know what? It's time to eliminate this agent. And uh, the uh, the lady who created him gets a heads up and goes down there. And it's always cool. Like, you you have a sleeper agent, and then you say these specific things to, to wake them up. And yeah. she's like... Uh, uh, chariot goddess, um, and then just said this sentence that made absolutely no sense at all. And he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? But, but it woke him up. Yeah. And then people are coming to eliminate him. And now all of a sudden he's got, you know, these, uh, essential fighting skills and, you know, expert with weapons and all that shit. But he's like, what the hell? Yeah. He killed someone with a spoon and he started like freaking out. Uh huh. And then his girlfriend comes into the picture Turns out that she was his handler. She also works for the CIA, but she fell in love with him and mm -hmm. left the CIA. And um, he finds out that, you know, she's not everything that... Everything, a lot of lies. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, just like a lot of movies. And then, um, you know, there's the big battle at the end, and uh, he takes on just an army of people, and uh, they live happily ever after. So yeah. uh, let's see what the internet has to say. 
Small town stoner Mike Howell spends most of his time getting high and writing a graphic novel about a superhero monkey. What Mike doesn't know is that he was trained by the CIA to be a lethal killing machine. When the agency targets him for termination, his former handler activates his latent skills, turning the mild-mannered slacker into a deadly weapon. Now the utterly surprised Mike must use his newfound abilities to save himself and his girlfriend from getting smoked. What a dream, right? You know, I, I think we've talked about it before. It's every guy's, it's, it's one of every guy's dream, uh, along with like the Eiffel Tower and things like that, to, uh, to be just a, a, a badass, fighting skills, weapon skills, just can yeah. kill or whip anybody's ass. And so it's always fun to see a movie with, with people like that. Now, yeah. do you think that there are actually sleeper agents that are like that, that were like hypnotized or whatever, and that you can call them and pick up the phone and just say a bunch of bullshit words together and just a, a switch flips. And now they are uh, an active agent. Do you, do you buy that even a little tiny bit? No, I, I believe in hypnotism just about as much as I believe in mediums and psychics. It's, it's fucking bullshit. Yeah. Look at my watch swing. Oh, you're a chicken. Bark, 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 well, bark. I know it's shut the fuck up. You know, I know you have a two hundred fifty dollar check in your in your fucking jacket pocket, and he whispered in your ear, "Hey, I'm giving you this. Act like a chicken after I snap." It's fucking stupid until it happens to you. Exactly. I'm just waiting for someone to be like, "Hey, can I hypnotize you?" And but then it's like <laughs> when I'm in that seat, I'm gonna want other people around me. Just because then if it is real, then what's going to happen to me? You know, are they going to make me just do the chicken thing? Or what if they leave the spell on me and then they come visit me and they steal all my shit? It's just just hocus pocus bullshit, I feel like. I think some psychiatrists use hypnosis. I mean, but just because they are a a doctor. It's a thing. It's a thing, but that doesn't mean anything to me. You know, lots of things are a thing. It's not a thing to the degree of, yeah, the watch. And when I snap my fingers, That's you're going to be this theatrical and, uh, version. Because of there it. would be, there would be people that had an army of people going out to do bad things. Like you're, yeah, all right, you're going to go rob this store, <laughs> and you're going to go do, you know, and yeah. there'd just be some kingpin who had an army of people that they hypnotized. Oh, movie idea, movie idea, make it, give us a, uh, give us some royalties. Uh, uh, despicable me. Those minions weren't uh, hypnotized, though. And they were cute. I love yeah. the minions. I feel like what it actually is, like if you went to a hypnotherapist or whatever they call them, is you're going to be laying on the couch with your fingers interlocked like mm-hmm. mine are right now, and it's going to be like a guided meditation. Yeah. You're, imagine you're on a beach with a bunch of, of bottomless women, <laughs> you know, and it's... I'm okay. imagining that right now. Yeah. And hey, continue to hypnotize me. I like where this is going. I, I don't, what else, Jack? <laughs> I don't know. And you're running and your wiener's dragging in the sand. Okay. Am I running toward the and, bottomless and, and women? The sharp, you come to the sharp rock section of the beach and oh. your, your dick's getting shredded. Yeah. So I, I feel like it's just going to be like that, like in Donnie Darko. I mean, that's what happened in Donnie mm-hmm. Darko, actually, was just that, the hypnotherapy. So, yeah, I'm, I'm sure you can do all sorts of stuff like that, but it's never going to be... Cluck like a chicken. This, like, Wizard of Oz bullshit, you know? But, like, like the Benny Hinn 
and all the preachers who like blow on people and they fall down. You know, I mean, it, it's the same. Yeah. It's the same fucking thing. But that that's easy to do. Those people are just stupid. Those people are gullible. Those people, they're not people. Those are like drones. You know, if I if I believed that there was like fake people, you know, that the government just put them there, and like if birds are flying cameras or robots or whatever, if I believed in all that, then I would think that those aren't real people who fill those churches. And I think that would be, you know, my brain trying to like save me from the trauma of realizing how dumb people can truly be. But I think those people are kind of hypnotized by the charisma of these yes. pedophilic old men who run those churches. Because they've got to be. They're power hungry. Well, I don't know if they all are. Well, I, it doesn't even matter if I claim they are because everyone fucking hates them anyway. Those are easily impressionable people who, you know, when you hear people be like, oh, I'm, I'm more of a follower, not a leader. They take that to the max. They couldn't be a leader. They couldn't be anything but. I, got, I sound like a, one of the proud boys about sheep and shit, but that's what, that's what they are. You know, they're more than happy to... Those are the people with the sad life, not not Jesse Eisenberg's character from this movie. These are the people who work for 60 years and then they retire and all their checks go into the church and they believe in all this shit and then they die and then what? I don't know, but they just waste their entire life. It's so sad. It's so sad. They're the fucking 40-year-old dads of the families going up there and sweating and speaking in tongues and shit like they believe that yeah and that's why i said i wish i believed that the birds are robots and that these people aren't real so that i wouldn't feel sad but i do that shit is so sad they are literally brainwashed i think brainwashing is a thing oh 100% but it's not it's not yeah stare at this hypno circle and you'll be brainwashed. It's, it takes it's a while. Years of mm-hmm. work, yeah, and like gaslighting yep. and trauma. Well, that's cults, man. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's brainwashing is a big process, but it's just really easy if the person is gullible, impressionable, or stupid, or all three. It's then it's you know instead of it taking five years to brainwash this person, it might take two weeks to fully convince someone that oh the blah 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 you know the that that shit you're saying right there, the tongues, they're they're actually convinced that the fucking Lord is speaking through them or something. Yeah, I just shit is sad. Yeah, I've seen lots of videos of people speaking in tongues, pulling the coat over everyone, and 100% they all fall. Hundred percent bullshit. One hundred percent bullshit. Faith healers. One hundred percent bullshit. I touch your hand, and you stand out of your wheelchair. And so. It, and they're just preying upon gullible people. It's, it's, I don't, don't want to go down this road because I don't want to get upset. And those people upset me. They're horrible pieces of shit who are exploiting people to make money. And fuck them. I this is where we like split ways just a little bit. Uh, yeah, it's it is sad and it is fucked up. And those people are despicable. It's just all a question of morals because that is so much free money. And there's a point of, do you really need to feel bad for this anymore? You know, it's, it's sad and it is objectively wrong to prey on these people like this, but it's, it's like natural selection, but nobody's dying. It's just like, you know, I I could just go somewhere every single weekend and, you know, set up a stand somewhere, start saying a bunch of stuff 
And, you know, eventually maybe I'll just have a following of people who like what I'm saying. And I'm not, I'm promising things to them, but it's you let them create what they want to believe in their head and they just start giving you money for it. it that is natural selection, but no one is dying. It's just lining your pockets with money. And I think there's a beauty to it. You're a con man. You're a piece of shit. But damn, do I, do I kind of respect you. It is a very, very weird kind of respect. It's not respect. They're pieces of shit. But at the same time, it's like, you got to give them credit. Guy is rich as fuck. Guy has private jets taking him wherever the fuck he wants. All because he said something and these stupid people believed it. Yeah, it's I, They're it's despicable the, people. It's a disgusting, poisonous way that the world works. But, you know, once once you realize that the world is disgusting and, you know, the things are kind of funny that way, you're like, okay, that's just the way it is. I don't know. I, I don't want to talk about this shit anymore. Okay. I, I, you know what? Fuck you if you're conning people. Don't listen to us. Um, well, you can call me and teach me. All right. Um, so I, I was just thinking, you know, I don't remember every single day that I was in the Army. No one right. remembers so, every so single day there, ever. There, there could have been a time where the government took me somewhere and uh, trained me in all this shit for uh, such a time as uh, this or in the future. And, you know, all these scam likelies that I don't answer, they could be trying to tell me something <laughs> to unlock it, and then I'm going to go solve, uh, you know, some, some problems. So I have homework for us. <laughs> Us. You're not going to do it. No, this is good. All right. We are going to, because I was trying to piece together in my head, I was going to say your unlock code. What it would be? But it's so hard. So I was thinking we come up with our phrases, because, you know, you got to be mindful, and you the phrases to unlock these people need to be something that's never going to be said. Yeah. A string of words that will never, ever, ever be said out loud in that combination. I, I think that could be fun. It's like, oh, I'm going to unlock you. All right. And maybe we'll guess each other's. And then we can go fight people. Oh, so we're going to try in real life to to unlock each other. Yeah, like I, okay. I'm going to come with five and you're going to come with five and we're going to say them like Harry Potter spells at each other. Okay. All right. And I think sure. it'll be kind of funny. Because this is, this is, I said earlier, this is the dream. You know, I don't want to be... Jean-Claude Van Damme, where I, I've been this spec ops soldier since I was 12 when, I, when they let me join the Black Ops Army Marines. You know, and I, I've been doing pull-ups for eight hours straight today to wake up, and I'm shiny, and I'm ripped. No, I, I don't want to waste my entire life doing all that. That's not why you got that pull-up bar for your birthday? Well, it's because I didn't know what else to ask for. Oh, okay. And all I right. thought it would be interesting. Okay, carry mm -hmm. on. But... Jesse Eisenberg in this movie, he didn't have to work for it. They, they Someone said a silly little sentence at him, and now he's shot people in the head and hit someone in the neck with a spoon and just started killing people, but he's himself. But that's there's a problem there, too. You can have your sleeper agent and just send him to some city in Iowa or wherever they were, and they're not going to be in shape, you know? He, he doesn't do anything except smoke weed and sit behind a counter every single day. Yeah. And now you say the words. I mean, just imagine like somebody goes and, you know, they're, they're just in excellent shape and then they go get this job in accounting. And over the years, they just pack on the pounds and they're, yeah. you know, they're 600 pounds 
And then somebody comes in or calls them and says the word, and they're like, all right, it's time for you to go do this shit. And the okay. guy can't, he can't run two feet without having to fucking yeah, get on Paul oxygen. Paul Blart. <laughs> right? <laughs> Paul Blart was a sleeper agent. Yeah, he, he did okay. Basically, he had to hear Detroit Rock City from start to finish, <laughs> and that unlocked him, from the, what I understand. That you all, my bubblegum song? <laughs> yeah. So, but that also, for them to let their sleeper agents get fat, Depending, because this is also a thing of how far do you want to go with this concept? Because in this one, they erased his personality, gave him a new one, and then the reason he couldn't leave the city and got those horrible panic attacks was because they made it that way. They needed him there for some yeah. reason, if, for nothing else to keep an eye on him. But yeah, maybe that's his where he's stationed. Yeah, you know, he, yeah, he, that's where he is going to live his whole new life like that. So if they can you know, fucking put wrinkles on your brain wherever they need to to make you like that, then... They could make you a workout freak? Yeah, they could make you a workout freak or at least someone who won't become built like Paul Blart. Mm -hmm. But also, like, if, if you're talking, they get into that accounting job, and, like, 20 years later, they've accumulated, all the, like, the fat and the age, then they're a retired one by then, you know? They probably get the work out of you Pretty quick. Or they need they'd you. be the perfect one because nobody would ever suspect. Yeah, true. Paul Blart in accounting. <laughs> yeah, so she warns him. She says all, all the phrases and stuff. And then uh, he sees uh, two guys just jacking with his car outside. Mm -hmm. And he's got like a bowl of ramen that he just heated up. And he's I like, I knew what he was going to do with like, that too. Guys, quit fucking with my car. And they get up and start walking at him and uh, with guns. And yeah, he, he throws. The, the hot ramen in one's face and uses the spoon uh, in the other's neck and then grabs her guns and shoots both of them in the head. Calls his girlfriend, what, what do I do? I just yeah. killed two people. I, I'm freaking out. Yeah. And, and she comes and she's like, what the fuck's going on? And he's like hiding behind this sign. He doesn't even want to look. <laughs> he's like, so I have awkward. no idea what's going on. You know, she was his handler. Mm -hmm. Like she went down there to to be with him and I guess keep him on track Help or whatever. Help him be integrated uh -huh. and then was to be reassigned. But- Later on, after lots and lots of shit had happened, she's like, I, I, I wanted to explain this to you earlier. How about right when he killed two people to just be yeah. like, all right, so here's the deal. I don't know why she was trying to fake it. I know, for so long. I guess she didn't. She should have said, you're, you're, you have all these fucking powers. Yeah, but at the same time, she had no reason to believe that he was... Activated? Yeah. I mean, she did, because he... Killed those people real good, but I, I like I don't know I don't know that she she was probably battling with the do I compromise the entire thing because it was pretty pr pretty fucking clear that he was activated somewhat that something happened mm -hmm. I I don't know I wish she would have said something earlier for the sake of the movie and if I was him yeah but I could understand why she would have waited till later. She she waited a little long. She though. waited way too long. Way yeah. too long. But, you know, plot. Yeah. Um, so they get arrested for that. They end up in a jail cell, and then uh, two other operatives come to kill them, and they're just fucking mowing down the yeah. police station with automatic weapons, and they kill all the cops in there, and then they're able to get away from that. Um, they kill... Like, he kills people in pretty good fashion. There's, like, yeah. meat cleavers. There's hammers. There's a, a dustbin. Um... He uses like a can of beans. I mean, he's uh, pretty good. Yeah, he, he had a ham from the frozen section. Uh, yeah, they hit him in the head with. 
and there was some there was some decent gore, but it, it's basically they're on the run, people are after them, people come, yeah. he kills them in interesting fashion. Then, While being his quirky character. Yeah, which was great. I, I love his character, and I really... It's the I, Jesse I like, Eisenberg, Michael Sarah special, you know, the, the awkward, fun-loving guy who socially awkward, has anxiety, but then if you tack on the like supreme badass fighting skills and starts killing people and he's also like what the hell it's a very interesting combo uh-huh. that i don't think is really done much yeah i i like the way that uh he <laughs> after he's like killing people he's trying to figure it out and again his girlfriend's not telling him mm-hmm. and he's like uh I, I think i might be a robot you know and <laughs> yeah. she's like you're not a robot but she just she just won't tell him i feel like if she would have told him then he would have been like, okay, so I am a badass. And then maybe you become that badass that you know you are. But at the same time, it could fuck with your head. I'd fucked with his head anyway. I mean, yeah, but I'm thinking, so if he's trying to figure it all out, and people are shooting at him and he's just dodging bullets, and he's just thinking about it, versus they tell him, and he's like, like, yeah, all right. And, you know, Gets himself killed. I mean, the instincts and muscle yeah. memory, I still feel like would still take over. But that's not his personality to do. Yeah, I know, but it's just scary. Yeah. When you tell tell someone they're bulletproof, they're gonna well, stand in front of a gun and yeah. be like, "Hey, shoot!" He did have a good meat shield in the in the jail. Yeah, and that's. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's. I guess very much so, depending on the caliber of the gun being shot. It's actually a pretty real thing, and same with being underwater. Bullets don't really go very far at all underwater. So at the very beginning, you were kind of looking at your phone because I was like, "Dude, I, I, um, but but like there was a part." Seconds I know, in. but the reason I bring this up is because paused did, did you see him in the bathtub? I don't remember. Okay, so he was in the I bathtub at the very beginning underwater, and then he came out and he blew out all the smoke because he like inhaled some weed. Oh. Like, do you get anything from that extra for being like holding your breath is holding your breath, but holding your breath underwater. Is like, I wonder if there's like you get anything extra from that puff because you're you're it's different. I mean, it's still oxygen deprivation. You know, you're holding in the hit, but if you're underwater, I wonder if it just helps get to your brain faster. I don't know. I, I just thought that was interesting that that he did that because I was like, well, why would why would you do that? Why would you take a hit, go underwater, and then come out and blow it out? And it's the same thing to me because sometimes whenever I would I'd take a hit from my vape and then I would drink water out of my water bottle, and then I would blow it out. That's not the same as holding your breath underwater. I, it's, I'm saying that because I think it is nothing. You know, I think he's being a little bit goofy. Okay. You know, take the hit and oh, go under, and then come out and blow it out. Like how people, like, they'll take a rip of a bong and then chug a whole beer and then blow the hit out. Mm. I, I doubt it really gives you anything extra because I don't think there's any physical difference of holding your breath I th- underwater or not i think it's a mental difference yeah not with the lungs there's not a, a difference it's, but yeah it's a mental it's because it's scary yeah your your brain is telling you like when you're just holding your breath on your own your brain's not like in any kind of anxiety no. or stress mode but when you're underwater i think you know obviously your brain's like okay yeah. this is serious we have to hold our our, our breath or, you don't or, have we're, a choice. or we're gonna drown so i just wonder if maybe that makes that hit like hit different 
I don't know, there could be something to that. I, it'd be a hard thing to. I'm gonna try that one day. Figure out how to type on Google. <laughs> you know, a hard question to ask on Google, but maybe I mean maybe there's something to it. But the only thing I can think of is that it's like a thrilling kind of thing. You know, like how people like make themselves pass out, or you could make each other pass out. Yeah, is that people did, did that because it was cool. So I feel like if you, you know, like did coke. And then, or did something, some other drug, and right before it's about to hit you, did something like holding your breath underwater way too long, or something exhilarating, then that could amplify that. But I don't know about making each, like, I take a hit from a joint, blow it out, or hold it, then blow it out, versus my next hit, I hold it underwater. I don't think it would make one of them more potent than the other. You know, one one other thing I noticed from uh, him smoking a lot of weed, is he had that little blowtorch lighter? Mm-hmm. I, I don't have a use for one, but I want one. Oh yeah, those are those are <laughs> super cool. You know, because lighters are cool. Lighters are just cool. They you are. know, you, yeah. you can get the the big ones from the gas station or whatever. Those are plenty fun. The Zippos. I like just flicking a lighter just as a mm-hmm. fidget. I used to be able to hold the Zippo like between my my thumb and and two fingers, and I could do my two fingers down toward my thumb real quick, and the top would pop off. I thought that's, that's pretty cool. It, yeah, it feels and then you cool. take it out and you just kind of flick it, mm-hmm. and, it and it opens up. Chink. It makes a cool noise, mm-hmm. and, and then you you light it and you put your hand like mm-hmm. over your your cigarette that yeah. you're lighting, and you're like, yeah, man, I'm cool. If I ever get a cool lighter, I'm buying a pack of cigarettes. I don't give a shit <laughs> what, what y'all say. All right, um, you spend twenty bucks on the cigarettes. They don't be twenty bucks. They're real expensive these days. I think. I, yeah, but not tw- certainly not twenty bucks. Yeah, I don't know. But you can also. Mess with lighters to make the flame longer. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, we used you know, to do that. Zippo lighters are cool. And I remember, I think it was in high school, we learned about the arc lighters that, like, you like push the button and, like, this X of electricity, these arcs of electricity come off. And it looks really cool, but they're not, like, very practical, I guess, or whatever. Not for a bong, probably. Oh, definitely not. But yeah, torches. Torches are really cool. Mm-hmm, the yeah. mini ones are the, the big torches are fun. Mm-hmm. I think you use those for meth, don't you? Yeah, you definitely need a torch for meth. Uh, so anyway, he gets mad at his girlfriend. He's like, "Get the fuck away from me!" Basically, you lied my yeah. Whole life. And uh, so she gets captured, and then he has to go like save her at the end in a supermarket through... full of big killers, like the, the spe- spec ops killers, and just all sorts of handheld items to kill them with. It cracks me up because all these spec op fighters, they're just sitting in a dark trailer. Yeah, like, the entire movie. Yeah, they're just sitting there. And uh, like at one point, Topher Grace is like, uh, really, they're just all sitting here? You just keep them here in the dark? And he's like, well, yeah, you said to, ke- to keep it on the lowdown or whatever. Yeah, he's keep like, it bare bones. And he's like, all right. And then, you know, then they just close the trailer and these people are just sitting there waiting for the trailer to open to do something. Yeah. And uh, they, he didn't have the A-team. Like all, all these spec ops people, they, they weren't good because when he was coming in the Humvee and shooting all the fireworks, they were all just kind of running in circles, bumping into each other. Like they weren't yeah. running for cover or firing or anything. So, but yeah, he, yeah, he has to kill them all in the supermarket and he gets shot in the head. He gets stabbed in the gut. Yeah, he gets, um, the, at least it was a graze. He would have died. But then in the end, you know, he and his girlfriend, uh, they're in love again. Uh, they always were. And yeah. he uh, proposes to her, and um, then they get tased. And it shows them six months later mm-hmm. on an actual mission yeah. together. Yeah, 
So the end. Um, all right, I just kind of want to roll over my notes real quick and then um, get into favorite parts. And uh, then uh, after that comes the bucket of chicken. And then after that comes the score. And then we wrap this thing up. What do you say? Sure. All right. Um, being pulled over with drugs. Scary. That has got to be one of the worst feelings ever to know you have drugs in your car and then you see the red lights behind you. I've I've never been pulled over with drugs on me. Me neither. But oh my God, I, I just, I think they would know. I, like, I don't think I would have a good enough poker face. They'd, they'd be, sir, why, why are you sweating? Why, 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 why are your you hands shaking like so a bad? Ghost. <laughs> exactly. And it's, then the, the scariest part of it though is if they ask, do you have anything in your car I need to worry about? Something like that, or do you have no, you have any no. drugs? No, why would I have drugs? I I, I didn't say drugs. Be- uh, 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 no, because then if you said no, and then they have to search your car or whatever, and they find it, then it's looking really fucking bad for you. But who's gonna tell a cop? Yes, I have drugs in my car. You know, if you have gonna be really high. <laughs> if you have like one gram of weed, and you're like. If you really get the feeling that better safe than sorry about it, and the cop, he doesn't look like, you know, he's gonna shoot you or something, then maybe I would understand more. Like, yes, sir. Like I have a, you know, like here, uh, it's a tiny bit in a bag. They'd be like, okay, you know. I mean, if you had a roach in your, well, they don't have ashtrays in cars anymore. Do you know they used to have ashtrays in cars? <laughs> I mean. <laughs> no, I guess. Yeah. I mean, cup holders. No, they used to have fucking ashtrays in car, and they used to have a cigarette yeah, lighter. I know in cars. the lighter. Yeah, because I've seen like in movies, they put someone yeah. pushing like ah. Uh huh. And all it was was that's, I want a car with a cigarette lighter. Uh, it was like just, just this because. coil that heated up, mm-hmm. but it would light your cigarettes and stuff. But yeah, they used to have fucking ashtrays, and that's I remember having cars cool. where I would just throw my change in the ashtrays because I never, you know, I never used a ashtray in my car, but. I wish smoking cigarettes wasn't unhealthy, because I would do it. I, I would smoke the shit out of cigarettes Why? all the time. Because, one, I like hitting things, you know, like vapes and stuff. It's always been satisfying to just hit something, and there, there's a taste, and then the throat feel, whatever. And I think it looks cool. Yeah. And I, I love the idea of smoking a cigarette. I just do. You know, it was really satisfying. I smoked for several years, and after a big meal... You just walk out of the chow yes, hall and I, light one up. I and... have problems with that still. I mean, it's been what more than a month month since I quit now. But yeah, we we did lobby time. Went downstairs, ate some food, ate way too much cake, and then it's like, there's one thing wrong. It's like I I would be hitting my vape right now because mm-hmm. it's it was like the an after meal activity. You know, it's a little extra like flavor. It just is a satisfying thing to cap it off with. Yeah. And after a good romp in the hay, just uh, you, you both roll over and light one up. Yeah. And then, like, they were laying on the, the hood of a car, smoking a joint together. That seems satisfying. I love the crackle of, you know, the, the fucking paper, the joint, the cigarette burning back. That first hit you pull. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, if imagine you had, like, an old car. And you don't give a shit if it smells like cigarettes in there because you're in this the world that this movie is in where to them, they're the only two people or things that matter. So then you have a shitty little car and it smells like cigarettes. Doesn't even matter. So you, you light your cigarette in it and you got your ashtray in it 
And you just have like the windows down and your hand rolling through your hair, your knee up on the seat, like you're in the driver's seat. And you're just long day at work smoking a cigarette. My dad. It's, it's idyllic. That's what it is. And it's bullshit that it fucking cut 20 years off my life if I do it. I want to do it. Yeah, don't. I, and I, I mean, obviously, I'm not gonna. My dad smoked, I think, started smoking like at 14 and continued into his uh, maybe... Maybe even to fifty or late forties, he watched uh, his long, he watched his father in law die of emphysema and uh, lung cancer, which was an ugly, ugly death. And that he was like, "Fuck that! I, I don't want to. I'm not about that life." But you know, through all all my childhood, he smoked, mm-hmm. and they used to have like car windows that had like a little vent, like a little triangle window before the window that you roll down that you could just pull this thing and pop it open. And so whenever he would light up a cigarette in the car. He would just pop that open. Yeah. But I remember being in the back seat, and whenever he would light that cigarette, the first smell of it, it smells so good. I. But then your ears would pop because he'd open up that that <laughs> that vent window or whatever. Cigarettes, you know, it, it depends on what kind they are, I guess. I don't know the difference between all the brands and all the whatever. But there's been just as many times that I've walked past someone like, outside of Petco or something, and they're smoking. I think it's like 50-50 where I'm like, that smells really good. Or I'm like, that smells yeah. like they're smoking yeah. garbage. Like, what? what is that? And I've, I've only hit a cigarette once. I agree. I think smoking cigarettes has always looked cool. I, it, it, I, looks, now, it is undeniable. Cigars are the opposite. Cigars are dumb. Pipes. I can get behind a pipe. I, but you got to be old. You got to be like Gandalf. Or distinguished. And I want to hear your teeth... Mm-hmm. Click on it. My grandfather smoked a pipe, and that tobacco smelled so, so good. And, you need to and have when, a big big mustache, too. Yeah. When he died, I got this uh, leather thing that had a bunch of old uh, newspaper clippings are in there, like from World War II, like mm-hmm. some old shit, which was really cool. But the coolest thing about it is it smelled like tobacco. And I used to smell it all the time. It doesn't anymore, unfortunately, which yeah. which sucks. I, I should have just put it in a bag or something. Yeah. Because it just reminded me of my grandpa. It always smelled so good, you know? And when you do a pipe, you got to you gotta puff like several yeah. several times yeah. to, to really get the bowl That's going. So cool. Get yeah. the cherry oh, real man. good. Oh, man. I loved it. And, I loved it. And yeah, it's, it's weird because essentially pipes and cigars are kind of the same. Yeah. I mean, it's... It's more like artsy fartsy, like, oh, what do you have? Oh, I have my maple berry, blackberry flavored tobacco in here, and it tastes and smells good. Cigarettes are just nicotine delivery. And then uh fucking cigars are like more showy, but there's they're of the flavor and about the flavor too, but they're dumb. And you got a soggy little like sausage end in your mouth. Like yeah. that's gross. Like if you're a a, a, a fat gangster. Man, I'm yeah. all for it. With but, but, two big machine guns under your armpits. But if you just got done playing 18 rounds of golf and you have a, a pink polo shirt on with the the collar popped, yeah. you know, and uh, your uh, your your Lexus SUV or, or Lincoln is God. is out in the parking lot and you're, you're making like a three hundred thousand dollars a year. I was um, you scream at your yeah. wife for nothing. Yeah, those those are the guys that I was used to seeing. Smoking, they're the hot shots, yeah. You know, the, yeah, just, yeah, y'all look stupid, just yeah. just letting you know, Todd's, yeah. Uh, let's see what else. I, I want to smoke a pipe, and, and I would want to get a cool looking one, like like a Harry Potter wand selection mm, yeah, thing, yeah. It's like, yeah, which which pipe 
going to the store. Uh, a pipe store would smell like a store where they make the pipes there. Like it's a tobacco pipe store and they're like really nice wooden ones. Like Diagon Alley. They're like, let's see what pipe matches with you best. Yeah, like if you went into a store just for that, I bet it would smell so good. Oh, yeah. And the, the reason I was saying it's so detailed like that is because you go in a smoke shop, they'll have pipes, but it's going to just smell like smoke shop. Oh, my gosh. So at the mall you used to work at, can you believe that back in the 80s, 70s and 80s, there used to be a store called Tobacco and More? That's cool. That that they sold pipes. Why they are sold we nerding all, out on tobacco? All the different types of tobacco. <laughs> um, yeah, we'd go there and get my grandpa tobacco for like Christmas and stuff. But I just remember that tobacco and more in a fucking mall. So great. And you could smoke in the mall back then too. I, man. <laughs> right next to JC Penny's tobacco wish, and more. I love the day and age I live in. Mm-hmm. But damn it, why do we have to know? Why can't, you know, I be like dead? The day that we find out that cigarettes aren't healthy for you or that they're not, that they cause cancer and they fuck you. Cause I want it. I want to do it. It's not like I think about it all the time, but every time in a, in a movie when someone's smoking a cigarette, it's like, I mean, people, like, I want to do that. People should have known because the Marlboro man, his, his face looked like a fucking uh, leather glove. <laughs> you know, it's like, I want to be the Marlboro man. Have you looked at him? No, you don't want to be like that. It's like burnt jerky on his face or something (laughs) bad. All right, moving on. Um, Just one more thing. It's always nice to hear somebody say, I love you. But it's really good to hear somebody say, I fucking love you. And she said that to him (laughs) earlier. And I'm like, man, that just hits so much better. They're a great on-screen couple. Mm -hmm. Very believable. Yes. And just like Adventureland, they were the quirky couple, the love-hard couple, kind of, you know, like... Thickest Thieves kind of thing going. She was fucking Ryan Reynolds, though, which means, you know, I would have a chance. Yeah. Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> because she also, I think she also said, like, I fucking love you, man, or something mm-hmm. like that. It's it's a different kind of no, it, she feeling didn't, with she it. She didn't say man, because guys I there who was were, that, too. No, guys who are drunk say, I fucking love you, man. That yeah. doesn't mean shit. But when a girl that you are romantic with, and you you're talking, and, and she's like, leave. I fucking love you. Yeah. That's... That's, yeah, that's the pinnacle of somebody letting you know that you were loved. Yeah. Not just, oh, I love you. I it's, fucking love you. They're not ashamed of it. Yeah. it's I, So when she said that, I was like, damn, that is true love. If somebody says, I fucking love you, that's true love. So one more thing. How would you feel about working alone in a convenience store? I w- was thinking that it was awesome. Uh, the only things that I would hate about it, yeah, for anyone wondering, he works solo shifts morning to night and it seemed like nobody ever came in yeah in a tiny little town in illinois or wherever but it was was. a shit town it was yeah shit town it it, it didn't seem good no and i was gonna say yeah the only things i'd worry about safety and then also if someone steals i have a really hard time with caring about it but also like if i had to care about it and there's cameras and the owner you know that would be terrible having to be by yourself and be like hey you can't leave with those chips. And then they leave with the chips and you're like, Dude, I'm not hopping this counter. I don't care, you know? Movies have done to me with convenience stores like Jaws did to me for The Ocean. Like, I just feel like convenience stores get robbed all had the time. bad lighting as well in and, there. And I just feel like if I'm working at a shit convenience store in a little shit town like that, I feel like I'm going to get robbed multiple times and I'd 
man, the anxiety of every time you see headlights and you're working at night and it's like three in the morning of just wondering, yeah. is, is this it? Is this the time that, you know, this guy with the mask is going to come in and I can't open the safe, you know, and he's just going to get $44 and that, is that going to be enough? Is he going to pistol whip me? I would have so much anxiety working there by myself. And if I didn't have like a gun behind the counter or something, that would yeah, suck, man. But do you really think that getting robbed in that scenario would really be that bad? I think if you get robbed, it will fuck you up for the rest of your life. I, I think it would fuck you up and you would never forget it. Being no. held at gunpoint in any scenario. I think I'd be scared anytime I walked into a fucking convenience store after that. I'm just saying like handling it. Between you and this guy in all black with a ski mask. And a and, gun? And a pistol aimed at you. And he's opened the register. I, I think I'd be like hands up at first, like scared. But I really don't think, I mean, as long as the person isn't cracked out on meth. Like you know that. I'm just saying, as long as it doesn't, well, you don't, you won't always know that. But sometimes it'll be more obvious. I'm just saying if they come in, give me the fucking money, give me the fucking money. Obvious stress. Obvious you'll never forget it. PTSD. But I just don't think it would be that bad to deal with. Oh, you're like crazy, man. Be terrible. I'm going to get the key. I'm going to open it. I open it. I'm like, do you want me to bag it? You know, it's it's like I would treat it the same way I treat a cop. What? Because, you know, a cop pulls you over. Oh, you're extra polite? You leave your hands on the steering wheel. And then they get to the window. Then you roll it down. License and registration, I'm, it's in my back pocket. Let me grab it. Don't shoot me, basically. I'm going to treat it the same way as that. Like, hey, let me get the key. I, I'm more than happy to give you the fucking money. Because You're dealing with somebody who's unhinged, though. Yeah, but... And desperate. How many times have you seen... Have you, how many times have you seen like real robbery footage, and it's unhinged? It's usually not. It's uh, usually... A, I see a, a lot of smash and grabs, it, but... It's usually a dumber, younger guy. There's two scenarios, I feel like, of getting robbed while you're working that you have to worry about. That's the cracked out on meth guy or the guy who really needs some meth and is you know going to shoot you to get the money to get his meth. There's that. And then there's if you're a dick and you care about the money in the register... Or you, for some reason, don't want to comply with the guy who's aiming a gun at your skull. Those are your two trouble scenarios. All they want is money. They didn't... They're unpredictable, man. Yeah, but... You don't know? Yes, they're unpredictable. But someone who came to rob a place didn't necessarily come to murder someone. And they probably don't want to murder someone. Okay, you're... 99 out of 100 robberies at a gas station are for money, and no, they'd never want to kill someone. So as long as you treat them like a police officer, I feel like, of the, you know, no no, no funny business, and you give them the money, and like, do you want me to bag it for you? I don't know, Once man. the money's I, in their hand, they're gone. You you have some expectations of how it might go down. But so I, do you. So unpred- it's, you I, expect no, to I get don't. shot eight no, times. No, I don't. I expect it. It's unpredictable. It's unpredictable. Somebody yeah. who goes in and robs a place, there's something wrong with them. Yeah, there is. And you don't know. They could have just fucking killed the person and stole their car to come rob the place, and you just could be... Ne- I, you don't know. You don't know. And, and I don't expect them to be like, all right... Sir, hand me the money and nobody gets hurt and it's an easy transaction. Yeah, maybe it is. But even then, 
it's it's a traumatic situation, and it's going to be traumatic do, you no matter how know, smoothly it goes. I know you don't know what's about to walk in. It, but be, you don't horrible. either. You're right. I don't, and that's that's a hard part of it too. The the thing I would say that most, I, mean, I obviously I don't know statistics. This is coming out of my ass. It's a feeling that most robberies at fucking stores. There's no intention of going to kill someone. They just have a gun. I agree. And I, so I, I agree. The best way for that to go as smooth as possible is for you to think about it. Like I'm, I'm, I'm probably gonna shit bricks if it happens to me. I'm not gonna be smooth about it. But the best way, you know, to get through it is to be smooth about it. Get them what they want. They're a person too. No, I agree. You get That's them what, what you they do. want. I yes. don't think. Oh, come on, you're taking too long. How are you taking too long? Opening up, if, if you're working the register, you know how to open up a register in, in three seconds. There's not, that doesn't happen. Yeah, but someone and, who takes too long has 90 keys, but you know what key it is to open the register. And, unless it's your first week at a job, which in that case, I'm very sorry for you. But you're in yeah. fright, flight, or freeze, or, I know. or whatever, and and if, you might yeah, not you be able to fucking safe. operate a key. I'm not a manager. Yeah, managers in the back. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. All right. Um, fair parts. Um, I love them as a couple, and they were in a, an Adventureland. They were a great couple in that too. Loved them in that. If we'd done Adventureland before we had to vote on best couple, they would have gotten it, hundred percent. Um, the action in this movie was a let down for me. Really. Yeah, it's kind of a shame that I'm giving it to them as a couple. That's not what I would have wanted it to be. That's favorite part. We're not to bucket a chicken. Yeah, my favorite part is the scenes where they're being a couple. Okay. Because it's convincing and it feels real. And I like the style, the style of people that they act like. It's just a, an appealing way to frame a couple in a TV show, movie, whatever. I agree. They're a, a fantastic couple. They go really, really well together. They're yeah. characters in this. They were like meant for each other. Yeah. Yeah. They, they were a great, great couple. Uh, I'm going to say my favorite part though was, and I know you didn't really like it that much, but he's, uh, they're in the supermarket. He's been shot in the head, uh, grazed in the head. Mm -hmm. he, he's been stabbed with a, with a knife in the gut and he's just laying down and there's three guys on the aisle that are walking toward him. He didn't have much left in him. And but he does have this big fucking firecracker, and so he lights it and he rolls it down there, and it blows up, and there's smoke everywhere. And then he gets up and he grabs a hammer and he walks into that smoke and just starts busting people in the head with a hammer. Yeah, I really really enjoyed that. Which I I like that too. Okay, then he like walked out of the smoke to where Topher Grace was. Here I am. I just fucked up everybody. It's yep. only me and you. Like he walks out with a hammer. You just see him, and it's great. And then Topher. Topher unleashes a uh, laugher, which is just this psychotic yeah. black ops guy. And he uh, just backs up right back into the smoke, which I thought was cool. It's like, all right, man, yeah. I'll be in here. That was cool. It was cool. It I was liked funny. It. Like this movie, you know, it had some gore. It had real action, but it was also like a comedy, you know, it, it was light at mm -hmm. the same time. And it was fun. Something I, I'll say that before score time. We'll, we'll do buckets of chicken and then I'll, I'll get into that. Okay. Bucket of chicken. Um, and whoever made the movie, like who, whoever's idea it was, I think they get it because it was an awesome idea. Yeah. Cause it's 
there's the idea of the sleeper agent, but it's this quirky stoner guy who, you know, the the people who put the style into it, you know, who chose Jesse Eisenberg and Kristen Stewart and, you know, whoever made it funny how it was, you know, because this could have been any other movie, you know, where there's a badass sleeper agent or something or or just something like really corny. But it was appealing and it was good. And they did they did this movie right for the most part. I I think Jesse Eisenberg and Kristen Stewart were fantastic. And I think they could easily share a bucket of chicken. But I'm gonna give it to the uh the people who did the makeup because Jesse Eisenberg's look when he was bruised in the very beginning and very end. And after Ugh. after he'd been gassed and just the purple under his eyes yeah. and and just where the blood was. He looked like he'd been through it because he had been and through it. And his shirt with the blood uh-huh. all over it from when he kettlebelled someone to death. Yeah. So, oh, that was another great kill. Yeah. So, yeah, the, the makeup was, was great. Their faces were all fucked up and the, the sweat and the, the grease in the hair. Her I mean, bloody was, thing above her uh-huh. lip looked good, too. It just all looked really, really good. So I think whoever did that did a fantastic job, and uh, they get my bucket of chicken. All right, score time. Um. So... I had two grievances with this movie. All right. One, the gore was good and I liked it, but I wanted a little bit better. Not, Not you? I mean, a little, just a little bit like more involved. Like he buried a cleaver in someone's face in the market and it didn't really look like anything happened. But these were quick kills. I, I know, but it just, a lot of it didn't look it looked like a little cartoonish or something, okay. which yeah, I would have either preferred more of a serious tone on it and like they showed more because this movie was R, but I I felt like this could have been PG-13 pretty easily. Way too much gore. I mean, I just shows how out of touch I am with it. So I would have preferred more of like a serious take on it or either that or what I really wanted from this movie uh, because I got a lot of vibes like this, Scott Pilgrim. Why didn't this have some of that kind of feel to it, you know? You know, because... Because it was American Ultra and not no, Scott Pilgrim but like versus the, the world? But you know what I mean. Like the comic booky, very stylistic, because it, it was meant to be a somewhat goofy movie. And this goofy, awkward guy is now super strong. Like this movie was serious and had the gore, but it was also funny. The meter didn't go too far one way or too far the other. They stayed right in the middle, and they didn't lean either way, where I feel like they really could have. They could have put the gore more serious and just had the same movie, or they could have gone more stylistic, a little bit goofier, cartoonier, Scott Pilgrim, and I think that would have fit some too. You know, just... Yeah, I, I can they, see what you're saying. They stayed so safe in the middle, and I feel like they could have just improved... And I'm not saying like, well, pow, you know, pops up on the screen when he hits someone. I'm just saying he could have made it happen. But either way, um, I'm going to give this an 87. Okay. It, it was good. And I just, no real complaints. Just I, I wish, you know, I could put on glasses and just see like a, a one minute snippet, you know, of a ton of movies where it's like, yes, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Because I can't spit it out. I can't fully visualize it. It'd be nice to just be able to put on goggles. And every time I say, oh, this movie should have been darker, or this movie should have been gorier, or Scott Pilgrimify this movie, I wish I could watch a just a one-minute clip. That'd be cool. And just be like, 
would that have worked? But I totally could see. I could see it. I'm right there with you. I'm uh, 88. I I really enjoyed this movie. I'm 89. (laughs) I'm kidding. (laughs) I really enjoyed this movie. It had a great pace to it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Fun movie. Solid. Definitely enjoyed it. All right. You got anything else? Nope. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to episode number 212 of Movie Muggin. If you'd like to keep up with us, we're on Instagram and Twitter. Now listen, Instagram is now Vince and Jack Official. Uh, if you follow us on Instagram, you probably already noticed that. Twitter is V and J Official. And uh, we still have moviemuggin.com, but we also have vinceandjackofficial.com. So any one of those you type in is still going to get you to where you need to be. Um, you can still email us at moviemuggin at gmail.com. So a lot of, a lot of changes not everything is the same, which I know makes it a little more difficult, but you know what? Guys, you can find us. I have you faith in you. I don't even know why I'm saying this. You guys are smart. You listen to us. You're all good. But yeah, there have been some changes. It's almost here. Father and Son Unfiltered, January 2024. I'm really, really looking forward to it. I really, really am looking forward to it. It's going to be a blast. If you've not heard, it's uh, if you like lobby time, it's going to be lobby time all the time. We're just going to, you know, limitless topics, same Vince and Jack. Going to have a good time with it. it it's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait for that. So. Movie mugging is not dying. No. Lobby time's being removed. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be, what, like one a month now? Yeah. Yeah, and it's just going to be the movie, but you'll still have that too. Mm-hmm. And we we couldn't put it down, nor did we want to. So Yeah, so really, the next episode is going to be the last lobby time. There's uh, a, there's never going to be another lobby. We time, can still have Jack. lobby time X's. No, we can't because that's yes, we can. uh, no, we can't because that's now father and son unfiltered. Wow. Yeah. Well, you better wow. make it a good one. The pressure's on. Definitely. So anyway, I didn't think about that. That's a little sad. No, I just now thought of it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. We love you. Um, oh, we fucking love you. Yes. Boom. Yes. Call back. True love. All right. Have yourself a movie mugging day. See ya. I'm pooping.